Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni and today we're talking with a very special woman, Jenny Anderson. Jenny knows a lot about autism, not because she's on the spectrum herself, but because of her older brother who is autistic and who fostered a passion in her for working with people with disabilities. Because of her life experiences, Jenny co-founded Celebrate EDU and is leading the national conversation to disrupt the status quo and create opportunities for individuals with developmental disabilities. Hi, Jenny. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm going to start out by talking about your childhood. Where did you grow up and you know what was your family life like? Um, yeah, I grew up in a small town outside of Boulder, Colorado called Louisville and went to high school in Denver, Colorado. And I grew up in a small, tight-knit family. Uh, my mom and brother and I have always been extremely close, uh, which is kind of foreshadowing for where my life has gone since then. Um, and I grew up with a working mom who was an entrepreneur, and I spent tons of time in her store uh, growing up. And that was an experience that shaped me a lot um, when I was growing up as well. So I had a great childhood with a very tight-knit family. You know, I have I have three kids, and two of them are on the autism spectrum. And I know there can be a lot of happiness. I, can know, I know there's a lot of challenges, you know, of having children that have, you know, a sibling with autism. Tell me about the joys that you experienced with your older brother, Brent. Yes, there have definitely been lots of joys. I would say the first thing that comes to mind is how much humor Brent has brought to my life. Mm -hmm. um, he is a very funny guy. Um, he's actually created a whole career in his in adulthood around humor. Um, he's written two books called Unintentional Humor. Um, oh. But he has been really just like a light in terms of how funny he is with his one-liners that come out of nowhere. Um, he's just so funny and that is definitely part of, um, one of the joys. I also have learned so many lessons from Brent that have brought me a lot of joy later in life. Um, he taught me the value of honesty. He has sometimes no filter, which is hard, but it's taught me really how, how, um, incredible it is to be honest with others. And, uh, he's completely who he is. He's super authentic. So that's another lesson he's taught me and, uh, the value of perseverance. Uh, Brent has overcome a lot in his life. So being able to just observe that and see that and, um, has taught me a lot and has shaped who I am today. 
You know, in 2012, you made the decision to attend graduate school at UNC, the University of North Carolina. But a few weeks before you made the move cross country, you attended Brent's first speaking event in front of a parent support group. And it seems to have had, you know, a huge impact on you. Can you share that story? Yeah. So I um, had made the decision to go to the University of North Carolina to study speech language pathology and thinking that was going to be my career path. And right before I left, I watched Brent speak for the first time um, in front of a group. He had just published his book, Unintentional Humor, and was speaking with a parent group. And it was his first time doing something like that. And they were asking questions about what his life was like on the autism spectrum. And uh, he was so candid and honest and eloquent. I kind of looked at him and was like, who is that? I don't know him. Um, I grew up with him my whole life, but he's a totally transformed person on stage. Um, And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is your calling. This is exactly what you've been meant to do for your whole life. And after years of struggling to find what what he was going to do as an adult, this seemed to be it. Um, And I couldn't get it out of my mind. I was just thinking about this um, constantly. And I'm moving across the country and thinking, wow, this is amazing that after all these years of struggle, Brett really found his calling. And how can we help other people with disabilities be able to find theirs? Um, without years of trying things that don't work and um, Brent not feeling great about himself and all of the things that we had experienced to get there, um, I just thought, well, wouldn't it be great if there was an organization out there that was going to help people with disabilities find their passions and turn those into opportunities for them? And um, I couldn't get it out of my head um, as I'm in school. And so I actually decided to leave graduate school after a year and start uh, celebrate EDU, an organization that would do just that. Well, you know, listening to you talk, I just I just have to chime in because my my two boys, Jake and Noah, are six and seven years old right now, both on the spectrum, but both completely different human beings, totally different. One is the total opposite of the other. But listening to you talk about Brent's humor, I see that in both of them. They have this sort of unique sense of humor that makes everybody around them laugh, and they know it's funny, and they laugh with us. And hearing you talk about, you know, your brother finding his voice, finding out what he wants to do, it's exactly where my husband and I right now are looking at my sons thinking, I hope, I hope they'll be able to do something. What can we do with, with what their strengths are and how do we, how do we lift them up? How do we support them and continue finding their strengths and, and sort of encouraging them to, to go on with it. So hearing you talk about your brother and, and how he got to that point and then hearing your pride and watching him speak. I, I'm not even kidding. It, could, it makes my eyes fill up because I, I am living that right now thinking, will I have that moment? So, you know, talk to me more about Celebrate EDU. I, I, I want to know more about it. Can you explain um, a little more for our listeners about what your mission is? Yeah, well, um, I definitely know that many families have been where you are now and our family was definitely there too. So um, I, I guess, decided to help other families get to the place that Brent got to um, as easy as possible. Uh, So that's where Celebrate EDU really was founded out of that kind of um, interest to be able to do that uh, for others. Um, But Celebrate EDU is a nonprofit organization that teaches entrepreneurship and business skills to people with disabilities. And what's unique about what we do is that it's all strength-based. So we approach each individual exactly as they are um, because every person with a disability is so different. Um, 
and like you're saying about your son and um we we approach them and try to find where they are and turn their interests and strengths into opportunities for them um, whether that's through starting their own business like brent did or finding work that's in based on their interests and strengths um, and not just a job that they could be placed in. So that's really at the core of what we believe at Celebrate EDU is that every person has strengths and that we can, um, instead of focusing on kind of a deficit-based model that a lot of other um, programs have done in the past or um, that people with disabilities are uh, kind of inherently told throughout their lives that they have all of these challenges and here's where they are, um, instead, focusing on their strengths and who they are and being able to build that into opportunities. So we have programs that teach skills and business and help people be- become better self-advocates and understand themselves and how to create opportunities. If people listening now want to get involved or they have a family member that would be a perfect fit for Celebrate EDU, how can they, how can they get involved? How can they sign up? What are the steps they need to take? Yeah, so during COVID-19, we're offering free live classes online um, for people with disabilities who want to participate. So um, they can go to celebrateedu.org, and there's a whole class calendar of what we're offering. I will say that most of our classes are geared towards uh, people in high school or older. Um, We're talking a lot about that self-exploration, understanding themselves and turning that into work. So a lot of times that's more applicable to someone that is uh, typically 15 or older. Um, And so they can sign up for free online classes there. Um, And we also have some partners throughout the country where uh, that are offering Celebrate EDU programs um, and they can reach out to them as well. Well, if you're just waking up and tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. And we've been talking with Jenny Anderson, who co-founded Celebrate EDU and is leading the national conversation to disrupt the status quo and create opportunities for individuals with developmental disabilities. Let's get back to our conversation. So last November, you took a trip from your home in Boulder to come here to Boston and you participated in the Northeast Arc's Arc Tank Competition. So this is an awesome event. It's run by the North, Northeast Arc. I love them there. It's designed to provide grants to organizations that are positively disrupting conventional methods of providing services to persons with disabilities. And Celebrate EDU was chosen from 100 submissions from around the globe as one of seven to compete at the John F. Kennedy Library. What was your Arc Tank experience like? This is awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. I was absolutely floored when our proposal was chosen um, to, to be able to compete at the event. Um, we thought it was a, kind of a long shot, but um, apparently not. It was really incredible. Um, but I've never seen anything like this um, in the disability community. I read about it and thought it was so incredibly unique and so needed. Um, there's a There's a lot of new and innovative ideas that are coming up now, but I think the disability community has um, been relying on services that have been the same for years and years and years. Um, So seeing new ideas being championed by the Northeast Arc is really incredible. Um, So I was just honored to be chosen. And then we got to fly out to Boston. I had never been to the JFK library before. It was gorgeous. Uh, I was incredibly nervous. (laughs) I didn't get to fully (laughs) enjoy the experience. Um, (laughs) but that day I was just worried about what I was going to say, but they had really prepared me through, um, the process. So once we were accepted, we actually worked with a speech coach and the Northeast Arcs team to make sure that our message was clear and concise and that we were, um, prepared for the pitch. So it was really interactive process, which was amazing. 
because I think we can get so caught up in the day-to-day work that it makes sense mm-hmm. to me because I work on it every day, but how do we make sure that other people in the community really understand what Celebrate EDU does and the impact we're making? Um, and then when I got up there, I completely forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> and I think I left about half of it out, um, but I think the core points really got across um, but it was definitely an incredible experience overall and um, pretty surreal. Well, they, I mean, the judges obviously liked what you offered because Celebrate EDU got seven, $75,000. Uh, Nor- the Northeast Arc awarded you $75,000 to continue your work, which is incredible. What have you done with the funding now? Um, yeah, we were shocked as well. It was amazing. Um, but... What we've been able to do, it's been a little difficult um, because of COVID. So our initial plans sure. um, had to shift a little bit. Um, we were planning to travel to the Northeast and really establish partnerships with organizations there to uh, encourage entrepreneurship and uh, provide our programming in the Northeast. Um, luckily, we've, we built our programs online six years ago uh, when we first started Celebrate EDU. Something that was really important to me was that geography wouldn't be a barrier for people to access our programs, whether you live in a rural community um, or, you know, a place where you don't have a center that you can go to or rely on. I really wanted Celebrate EDU programs to be something that could be accessible from anywhere. Um, And I had no idea that that would be a huge benefit in 2020, which it has been. Um, Yeah. So we were able to, in a lot of ways, to establish relationships um, with, people from afar um, with because our programs are online. So um, we've been able to partner with organizations in Boston and Rhode Island to um, provide them access to Celebrate EDU programming and really be able to um, continue on those relationships. The way we see um, the Arc Tank funding is that it was just a great way to, to um, get our foot in the door and meet people in the Northeast and be able to establish these partnerships that we're hoping and plan to have uh, long-term, that they'll continue to serve the disability community long after the Tank grant has um, run its course. Uh, Jenny, I want to ask you about your brother, Brent, and how he's doing with the pandemic and with all the restrictions with social distancing and mask wearing. Because, And I know that he's older, but you know, I looked at my, my two young boys, only six and seven, and I was worried that they would be afraid to put on the mask, that people wearing masks would frighten them, or just the fact that they don't really understand the six feet rule. I mean, they know it, but they don't they don't know the in-between area of we can't go near these people because of X, Y, Z. How has your brother reacted to the changes amid the pandemic and, and what's been going on? Yeah, it's been really hard for him, for sure. I think he feels very isolated. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people do. Um, and he's not able to do a lot of his activities, I think, for the same reasons you're describing. He doesn't quite have the awareness of what six feet is and right. doesn't feel super confident following all of those uh, guidelines by him without support. Right. Um, so he has been really reliant on both me and my mom to continue to provide and support during this. And I don't think he likes that. Uh, he's 34 mm-hmm. and he's been living on his own for a few years now. And um, he has kind of prided himself on that independence. So I think going back and have, needing us to p- provide him support right now has been really hard for him. Um, so he wishes he could be doing things on his own, like taking the bus and just sure. living his life, but he's, he's not able to do that. So that's been really hard for him. But I will say, hearing you say that he likes living on his own and being self-sufficient and self-reliant, 
is such a positive goal for for other people and for me too who you know I'm I'm in still in the weeds with it it's so nice to hear another family member talk this way and I so I know that there's hope and I know that there's a chance that that maybe my my children they will be able to be living their life on their own and be self-reliant so your brother really is a role model for me at least just listening to you talk about him you know and for those listening out there who who have siblings on the spectrum you know what kinds of what pieces of advice do you have for them based on your bond with your brother because I know for my daughter who's 10 and she's the older one I tried my best to give her advice but I don't know what it's like for from her perspective so I'm curious to know what you would say to other siblings who have um you know, somebody on the spectrum in their family? I have lots of advice, um, <laughs> but I think the first and most important thing is to uh, embrace exactly who your sibling is and not try to change them. Um, and that can be really uncomfortable, especially when I was younger. I remember being really embarrassed by some of Brent's behaviors when we were out in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really hard for me. But I ended up at some point in my life really getting to the place where I re- recognized how incredible Brent is and how, how our differences really are strengths and not um, things that should be tried to be altered or changed to be like everyone else. Um, because Brent is really just such an incredible light and he's so um, inspiring to me and so many other people because he is exactly who he is um, and no one tried to change him. And You know, we created Celebrate EDU and named it Celebrate EDU because we believe that every person has um, something to be celebrated. And that was really inspired by Brent. And and so I think um, being honest with your siblings and um, being honest with your parents if you're feeling uncomfortable about certain things, but knowing that it's just a phase because at some point you'll get to a place where you realize how incredible your siblings are and how lucky I think how lucky I am to have a sibling on the spectrum because of how many things it's taught me and it's made me a much better person. I was going to ask this question, but I think I already know the answer. Do you have anyone in your life that that has inspired you or played, you know, such an important role that it's changed your life? Um, Well, definitely Brent. Mm. (laughs) Hugely so. Um, I also would say my mom, um, who's a lifelong entrepreneur. Um, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I thought I was going to be a teacher um, or speech pathologist when I was going to grad school. And um, I would not be where I am today without her encouragement to say, yeah, you can definitely start an organization. I had never taken a business class. I had no idea what it was to start a nonprofit. So I feel very lucky to have both of them. And then I've been very blessed to have other mentors um, in business, um, digital marketing, leadership, education that have really helped me grow as a nonprofit leader throughout my career. You know, we just have a few minutes left. Is there any, you know, do you take volunteers, donations? Can can listeners just help if they want to help or donate money? Um, I know the website celebrateedu.org. I want to make sure I give that a few times. But uh, is there anything that we can do to help you on this Awesome, awesome journey. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, we do accept donations. We are a nonprofit organization. Um, all of our donations go to providing uh, our online education to individuals with disabilities. We're also always looking for students. If you have a son or daughter or sibling or just know someone who would benefit from accessing Celebrate EDU programs, we would love to work with them. Um, and I think those are the two best ways to really get involved with Celebrate EDU right now. 
Um, it's been hard to do volunteerism during the pandemic, um, but you can sign up to get updates from Celebrate EDU as well, and we can um, continue to provide information and um, hopefully opportunities for that sort of thing in the future. CelebrateEDU.org. We're going to put a link up on our website on magic1067.com after this interview so that you can easily access it if you want to donate, help, volunteer, get more information. CelebrateEDU.org. Jenny, thank you so much for being on the show. You know, it. I love talking with um, families that are experiencing something similar to what I'm going through. It, it almost is comforting to me to know that I'm not alone in the same thoughts and fears and emotions and actions that I had. You had the same and that I'm not I'm not crazy or I'm not alone in having those. So I'm so proud. I haven't met you in person, but I am so proud of the work that you're doing for Celebrate EDU. It is so important and it makes such a difference in so many people's lives. So I appreciate it and keep going, really keep going. Well, thank you very much. Thank you to Jenny Anderson for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we also talk with your neighbors who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you know someone who you think is exceptional and should be featured on our podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. Sue and I love talking with all of you, so be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 